The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor strength and body you are looking for in that moment when you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch simple yet substantial tobacco talent time roma craft tobacco the after show the after show the the after after show. show it's the after show and still with us from saturday's show is william cooper william cooper has cigar hyphen coop.com where you'll find all his shows and One of those guests there. that just won't leave. I know. Oh, shit, <laughs> sitting Wednesday. right here. Once you get good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, today I'm going to pull the curtain back a little, let you behind the scenes of... Uh, one little part of our, our business, which is uh, the online sales. We ship cigars out to people at twoguyscigars.com. And um, mistakes happen that somebody may order Maduro, and by accident, the guy grabbing it or looks at the slip and gives the natural by accident, and the guy calls up and it's a mistake, and we got to switch him out or whatever. Or ordered Robustos, we sell them Toros. These things happen. Mistakes happen. It doesn't happen all the time. It's rare, hopefully, but shit happens, right? Uh, up until I read this story, I thought it was very, very interesting, and uh, I actually have two stories to tell you. Um, so the, the folks at General Cigar, they own um, Cigars International, they own Thompson Cigars and a whole bunch of others, and they decided to come up with um, a way that they wouldn't need employees. So they have this computerized, generated warehouse with robots that actually do this. Because robots are stronger, smarter than people, right? So I don't know what's going on over there, but this story uh, uh, crossed my mailbox. I thought it was very interesting. A Memphis, Tennessee woman ordered a box of cigars, and she couldn't believe what she got instead. The woman's story starts online. She ordered from Thompson Cigar Company uh, Fulfillment Center, which is in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and her box of cigars arrived on July 27th. When I lifted it, the first sign was, wow, these are heavy, she said. She opened it up, and to her surprise, it was filled with new blue license plates from Tennessee. That's right. There were no cigars in the box, but instead she saw 100 Tennessee license plates, and uh, an item that many Shelby County people were desperate for seems to be a shortage, and everybody's waiting for these license plates. Um, she didn't know what to do, so um, it, these new license plates were rolled out, um, and there's a giant backlog for them, and the woman looks at the box again and sees that it's addressed to her and from the company listed of who she got it from, even a packing slip sealed inside the box underneath the plates from the company. So she immediately called the cigar company, and she told them what happened, and they told her that's not possible. We do not have license plates at this warehouse. 
and that was the end of the customer service that happened there. The woman was told that she should contact UPS. So she did, but the same thing happened. They didn't want to help her at all. So she gets nervous because she's seeing these reports on the news that are happening about the shortage of license plates, and here she is with a 100 of them. So she actually called the police. And again, she didn't get much with the, with the police at all because they said, this is not an emergency. You can't call this number. There's no crime has been committed. Call someone else. So she got nowhere, and she said she didn't know what to do as she continues to watch the news and people talking about um, that people are waiting for license plates. She called WREG in Tennessee, and they said, oh, we're going to make this a story. And they did make it a story, and then all of a sudden, uh, everybody's interested. Um, the Department of Revenue, uh, later um, the cigar company, later the uh, UPS, everybody cared about what's, what's happened. They show up at her house, uh, eagerly take the plates away, and she's like, yeah, but what about my cigars? She's waiting for the cigars to arrive. So... Very unusual. I know we have delays and things like that, but what is going on and what more are they shipping inside these uh, robot facilities that... Uh, Didn't yeah, you mention there was another incident that happened? There is. So um, hearing that one story, that's an oddity. I'm, everybody's trying to figure what ended up happening when I hear a story yesterday about a retailer. And as this is Cigars International and Thompson Cigars, it's also General Cigar. General Cigar is where retailers get their cigars from, and, and it is now all out of the same facility that happens. Again, robots in the same facility. So a retailer orders his cigars, and uh, I was told it was Corona Cigar in Florida, orders their cigars, and he gets his big order of different cigars in all different boxes, some uh, big, some little, and it's all, you know, it doesn't make any sense that, it, that it's packaged. Because their, their it's stuff, it, you, a guy like Corona is going to order it in what's called case lots. So you get an entire case yeah. of, there may be 24 Toros in that yeah. case, and it'll say it on the outside to make it easy to check it in. But oh, all yeah. different size boxes does, wouldn't make sense to somebody that's used to ordering case lots because doesn't come like that anymore. They're f they're no, fairly. No. It does not, and it actually, it came in a in a span of three days. Yep. To get this, so you're seeing the same thing happening you're with us. The same thing. So he opens all his boxes of cigars, expecting cigars in the in the boxes of what he got, and he got 100 Harry Potter games. <laughs> 100 Harry Potter games. So what the hell is in these massive warehouses, and are they distributing for all kinds of different things, and you order cigars, and you get games, and how about, God forbid, it went the other way around, that some kid ordered a game. Why would a kid order a 100 games? That doesn't well, make yes, sense. But if he ordered one game and got sure. a box of cigars. Yeah, they're filling for consumers, too. Who's to say that eight-year-old Johnny ordered the game and is going to wind up with a box of punch? Yes. That's a serious issue. So this, this is the stuff that's going on, so and I, I wonder: Are the games humidified? <laughs> I doubt I it. I don't know. I doubt it. So they're separate storage facilities, potentially. And at the same time, this is owned by Scandinavian Tobacco that owns this company. I'm hearing. Uh, I, I read the report of their their stock dropped, and uh, mm. their their. Um, 
um, less money coming in and stuff, and uh, you know they took took a drop on sales and all that. Uh, but they're saving on labor. They're saving on labor, but now how much effort and cost has it tried to get that lady her box of cigars? Have the Tennessee Department of who has no license plates? That's because they're shipping it out to cigar people and sending uh, Harry Potter boxes. And, and there's somewhere a guy that owns a uh, a store for games, and he and he's sitting on a whole bunch of cigars, <laughs> saying, I, w- "I want my Harry Potter games." That's so, crazy. This is crazy yeah. stuff. I mean, you would think with the tracking these days. And UPCs, are, this should be an easy thing to fix. Yes, you know the, the problem is when the when the orders come in, it, taking the assumption that they're shipping multiple things, somebody's putting the items in the wrong pick area, and the robots just go into the wrong pick area. Well, a robot, thinking it's picking cigars, but it's actually picking games. A robot wouldn't know the difference in weight necessarily between a box of cigars and a hundred license plates. The lady did. The, the lady <laughs> would notice, and a human would. A human going to pick that order would be like, uh, this feels way too heavy. Let me look in this. Oh, it's license plates. Okay, I'm going to go get the box of cigars. So a robot's not more than a computer program. And it basically, you know, the program's telling you, Move forward, move left, move right. Something, you know, and there's always software errors, is what I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if it's saying yeah. go to row 32, yeah. column six, yeah. if whoever's filling row 32, column six with the wrong item, that's part of the screw up, too. Yeah. And if they wanted to spend more money on the robots, they could <clears throat> make ones that yeah. could see and decide, okay, is this the right item? Or they could make ones that could yeah. detect weight, but that's more, yeah. more cost. Yeah, you you know, so an order comes in to us, and if it comes in verbally, uh, Barry answers, and Barry keys in what he did. Now, he could possibly make a mistake and put natural and Medora, whatever he could do, mm-hmm. uh, which the person wouldn't even see that there's a wrong price. So, you know, it matched up in price, so they're okay uh, of how it is, but... And it's possible that it would be the wrong brand that's priced the same too, but very, very, very rough for that to end up being happening. But now, the reality is, if that lady calls up and says, "Hey, listen, I got um, license plates instead of cigars," uh, you, the conversation would be a lot different than what she had if she called us. I would say something along the lines of, "If you could just take a picture of that, so that I can, you know, get the you, information." So, so you know what you get is. Press one for this. Press we'll get back <laughs> yeah, to you. Yeah, you no, there's nobody. You don't get that here. We yeah. answer the phone. Yeah. Uh, before the store opens, after the store opens, we, we answer the phone. But you, there may have been a little bit of a delay, but that, I, for me, that box would have been on its way to her house knowing that something happened. She didn't get it. Who A lady's going to fleece you for a box of cigars. Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. Well, she's, she's Send saying, me a picture of the license plates. Correct, there's my, there's my check. Okay, right. yes, you do have license plates. I don't know what to tell you to do with the license plates because I don't do license plates, but there is a box of cigars on, on its way. way, and I'll eat the cost on that because something happened and it's not your fault, so we're going to eat it, and that's how it works all the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, Barry tells me, you know, I go over there and he gets off the phone with a customer and he's like, oh, my God, this guy, hmm. he, he ordered a box of cigars last night at 9 o'clock at night. And he just called me. It's 10, 9 o'clock in the morning and saying, where are my cigars? Yeah. Well, they're right here on the shelf. UPS doesn't yeah, pick it up. Yeah, I still want to tell the guy, hey, pal, this isn't a fucking pizza. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, but then again, it goes the other way of, uh, you know, complete 
mess up. Uh, I told a story to Ed Santa Maria, who's our buyer, and he's saying, oh, it's a disaster. The pick slip. I can't even follow. You can't even put things in. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a nightmare, uh, especially from that specific company. Actually, two separate companies that are controlled by General. Yeah. It's just a, it's a nightmare. Yeah. And, you know, I understand we're, we're about ready to switch um, our um, mail order facility into another spot. And we're slow playing this because we got to make sure the computers are going. And, and Which has been a delay. Yeah. Everything's got to work. Chain. Yeah. We ordered phones, and I think we're supposed to get like eight phones. Five showed up. Yeah. So now we're stuck waiting on three phones. Right. It's, yeah. So we, we just wait it out and stuff. But sometimes they hit the switch on these things before yeah. it's time to go. And there's a, part of this thing is there's employee issues that you can't get employees. It's been tough. It was never tough for us. We never had a problem ever in 37 years until the past two years. Talked to another, a lot of other retailers and owners of businesses uh, saying the same thing has ended up happening. So a big company like that says, okay, if this is going to continue to be a problem, let's get some robots to do this and right. we'll get out of it. But you've got Pete, and he's smarter than, well, the average robot the anyway. Average, yeah. 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 So that becomes part of it. and uh, uh, You know, that's one of Pete's strengths. It is. He has the strength and ability to end up uh, making sure the package... The word you were looking for is character, but... It's time for Incredible Feats of Strength, brought to you by Camacho Cigars. For six decades, Camacho have been working hard to build the best damn cigar around, and they have gotten through it all by sticking to their vision. The strength to do anything they set their hand to. Camacho Cigars. And I have with me the top ten strongest women... Of all time, we're up to number eight. Rebecca Swanson began her career as a bodybuilder in 1996 and eventually switched over to powerlifting. She was told that she was too large for bodybuilding, which inspired her to try powerlifting. She is the only woman who has ever squatted 854 pounds, benched 600 pounds, and deadlifted 694 pounds. She weighs in at 215 pounds. Some of these... Uh when you when you say the date of when they did this was just 1998, 96. that was 96. That was 25 years ago. Uh, and she still holds the record. Okay. That's why. All right. Hmm. Wow. I want to make sure you're not. Because the thing, those it's those three things. So there, there may have been somebody that squatted more pounds than her, but their bench was weaker and their deadlift was right. weaker. All right. So, Coop, you are in the computer business. Is is any of those things, what you do is try to make a computer do do these type of things? Um, we, well, I'm on more of the sales and like, I'd say the client relationship piece. Okay. So the idea is we try to alleviate a problem. We look at what a problem you're having is and then see if there's something that we sell to solve that problem. See, Barry does the opposite. He sees that the customer has a problem and he comes up with an yeah. excuse for the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do deal with. Do you do training? Of, yeah. Oh, uh, we're going to hire you. Yeah, I actually, <laughs> part of why I've been up here. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's what we, we try to do is we look more at the customer's problems. And, uh, you know, I could just say, well, I can't talk too much about it, but I do deal in the transport and logistics space a lot. So, um, and they've, you know, they've had enormous challenges with the way the world's changed the last couple of years. Yeah, it's yeah. been brutal the last couple yeah, of it, years. Yeah, it's a whole new 
it's a whole new world the last uh, you know twenty six to twenty eight months. People have less yeah. tolerance and deal. Yeah, and with thankfully, it. you know, our core customers and our core fans that listen to the show, everybody's angry to begin with. Yeah. yeah. You know what? But but you see... It's not like we went into the order saying, hey, let's fuck up this guy's order. No. Mistakes but, happen. But let's say that this lady that got the license plates, right. she's never going to do business with them ever again. Right, because she got the not, runaround. Not, not only did she not get the product, but they didn't fix it for her. Right. And she had to go to the news, news. before yeah. she ended up doing it. And yeah. I don't know if she got a box of cigars yet still. No, it should have never gone that far. So now she gets to you and you say she sends you the natural instead of Maduro, whatever little thing that ends up going mm-hmm. wrong. Now she's pissed off, and it's not because yeah. of she got the natural and Maduro. Yeah. You better do the right thing. It's the well, time to shine <clears throat> in customer service. And here's the thing. I'm sure Coop sees it in the software world, too. Mistakes happen. But if you address those well, you've got a customer for life, hundred percent. And if you address those things earlier on, it's less costly than mm-hmm. finding out when this yeah. thing's rolled out into what we call the production world. So there's like you know there's things you should be doing for quality assurance to really check for this stuff, um, because this is if you're going to like robots and stuff, you're basically now automating your entire business there, and you have it's more costly to fix that. Yeah. Yeah. But they're looking at, at the back end of it and saying, all these people, I don't have people out sick. I don't have yeah. problems with employees. I don't have to pay their health benefits, 401k, all no. this stuff. It's all this machine. They work 24 hours a yeah. day. They never call in sick. But, uh, beautiful. But now you have bad PR. And bad mm-hmm. PR is suddenly what gets people. Yep. Like, why does, when this got to the news, it became bad PR. And now suddenly there's was, the sense of urgency gets there. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's time to, uh, for everybody to step up across. Yeah. And everybody wants to complain on social media before they address the <laughs> yeah. problem. Yeah. Not well, everybody. I had, I had a guy. She finally a, a went to the news. People. She finally she explained the whole thing. I watched a video yeah. of her explaining right. what ended up happening. Yeah. And she said, I tried for us to go to them. And I, they told yeah. me to go to UPS. Yeah. And I got scared. I went to the police. Yeah. And then that was going nowhere. Three, over oh three. <laughs> and then she finally goes to the news, which is called social media or anything, mm-hmm. but she went to the real news, and all of a sudden things get done. So if, you, if you're not taking care of it until the person ends up hitting social media and say, these guys are bums, they're not doing it, and then you do it, you, you waited too long to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had somebody who got a cigar from the care package that was damaged, posted it to uh, social media complaining about it. I said, I'll send you out a replacement. He goes, no, I don't want a replacement. Then why are you complaining yeah, about it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but those are, you know. We didn't do it, right? Right. The UPS guy kicked it or whatever it, ended up happening. It's yeah. happened. It's a handmade product. You know, and, and I think sometimes with, you know, the cigar being a cottage industry, a small industry, people are getting spoiled that you have connections to these people. Um, and But that doesn't mean you go to social media to, to kind of do that. Mm-hmm. I think you can still go through the right channels on it. And then if you get, like, look, if you're getting lousy customer service back, then it's your right to go complain about sure. lousy. But give the customer service piece a chance uh, first is what yeah. I would say. I, there's a uh, manufacturer out there, and I'm not going to say who they are because there'll be a whole bunch of people doing it to them. But if somebody ends up having a broken cigar, a cigar split on me, whatever. Mm-hmm. They post a picture on social media, and then they send the guy a whole box of cigars yep. to make them happy. Mm-hmm. I said, you really shouldn't do that. 100%. Because now you're going to create right. the, this mass of these yeah. people that end up taking advantage. Yeah. And not just of you. They'll jump ship and they'll go to the next yeah. person, the next and person. And so-and-so gave me a box of cigars. And now it becomes a business, right? Listen, yeah. the reputable people want to know this. So in the couple of instances where I've had problems, 
I reach out directly to the manufacturer just to let them know, okay, these ones that I bought this time rolled kind of tight. Don't want anything. I just right. thought you should be yeah, aware of it. Yeah, which what we do too. Yeah. I, I warn them yeah. and say, yeah, you've got a couple of people that said, I got tight draw, whatever. We give them another cigar. I don't say anything. It happens three, four, five times in the same then brand. You have- Quick phone call, and I go, just so you know, there's an issue. <laughs> or I immediately, yeah. how many times, guy says, I, I got a whole bunch. They just, not, not like they used to be or something. I grab one immediately. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If yeah. the guy brings them back, I take one right out of the box, cut it, light it, and smoke it. So this week, we the, last week, we had a great learning experience for one of our rookies. Gentleman came in. He had bought a box of cigars, doesn't matter the brand, and brings it back in and says, I smoked two of them, could not get a draw. They're not burning right. There's something going on with this box of cigars. The rookie does the right thing, goes and gets the guy the box of cigars. No harm, no foul. Then made the mistake of putting those cigars in the case. Didn't smoke one, put them in the case. Wouldn't you know the guy comes in and he forgot his cigars at home. He's got to get a couple. He grabs a couple, comes back the next day and said, (laughs) I think this entire brand is probably messed up because this is the second time. So I grab one of those cigars that he's bringing back. I light it up in front of him immediately. It's showing the exact burn problem that he's saying. I go in, clean it out, text the rep. The rep comes in, swaps them out. No problem. They did have a bad box of cigars, and the rookie learned this This has to stop right there. The guy says there's a bad box. you got to smoke it. Or if it's not your flavor, it's too strong for you, give it to me. I'll smoke it. Yep. But someone's got to light something out of there and confirm that there's an issue, and we'll never have yeah, that I like doing again. it right in front of the guy. Mm-hmm. Here's your money back. And now I take one out and I cut it to make sure because I don't want him to think, hey, I'm testing it to make sure you're telling me the truth. I, you are telling me the truth. Here you go. Mm-hmm. But now yeah, let, yeah, yeah. Let, let me do it. And, uh, you know, if, if they're bringing them back in, and by the way, the guy buys 25 cigars, he brings 23 back, you give him 25. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? He bought a full box of cigars, you give yeah. him a full box because the other two were not. The guy comes back with nothing, and he said, I bought a box of cigars. I don't have them anymore. Uh, that happens a lot. Yeah. yeah listen, it's happened. You know, you got a dress shirt that didn't fit. You go back to the place and say, I bought a dress shirt that didn't fit. Can I have another one? Well, where's the other shirt, right? <laughs> you you got to give me something here. Yes. Or else, again, it goes crazy and it gets worse. So anyway, hey, Coop, thanks Thank for you. coming on the show. Thank you, Thank you for having Cigar-coop.com. me. Catch out their shows, multiple shows. What are the different shows you have? Primetime every Thursday night. Primetime special edition uh, twice a month. Primetime jukebox, our music show, uh, twice a month on Mondays. And uh, Benley Smoking Syndicate. There we go. Yep. Four and, different shows. And so, the Spare Note series. And the Spare Note series. Well, I, with Matt Tobacco right here. Part of Smoking Tobacco, yes. I'm and now you him. did the Cigar Authority. It's six days. Yep. And even God had a rest on the seventh yep. day. Yep. Cigar <laughs> Coop, everybody. Yep. Okay, that is it for us. We'll be on Saturday. We have Lisette Perez Carrillo, the daughter of Ernesto Perez Carrillo. And she'll be on the show. She's been in the cigar business her whole life. She'll tell us all about it. Saturday on the Cigar Authority. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.